All right, everybody, welcome to the Joe Kilgallen Podcast, a.k.a. Kilgallen's Pub. Got to give a big shout-out to all the listeners. Thank you so much, uh, especially those Patreon subscribers. You should subscribe to the Patreon if you haven't already. There's all sorts of different tiers, as low as $3 a month. Gets you all sorts of great bonus content, unreleased podcasts, uh, some blogs, some other fun shit, a video of me drunk off my mind, um, trying to reenact the Phil Collins uh, drum beat to in the air of the night, and I did not do it well. But it's a fun little video for you, the Patreon subscriber. Also, big thanks to everybody who subscribed to my YouTube channel. I just crossed 10,000 uh, a few days ago, so now i got over 10,000. I appreciate that. Um, I'm going to quit now. I think I'm going to quit everything. No, I'm kidding. Uh, but thank you. So as always, thanks, thanks everyone for listening. I am excited for a returning guest today, uh, a hilarious stand-up comedian, someone who's uh, just a great conversationalist. Some I've had great conversations on. She's been on past podcast episodes, great car rides, great standing outside a bar, smoking a cigarette, like just a good uh, person to hang with, a great hang, a hilarious comedian. And this episode, I, I'm, I'm excited for because I think we're going to really explore how important humor and comedy uh, really are to the, to the soul. See, look at that. I just got deep there. With enough of me yapping, without further ado, let's bring on my guest, the one, the only, Samantha Berkman. Hi. <laughs> Hello. This you like that pipe with the video or should we go wide? Oh, man. I feel like I'm wide enough with my fucking head right now. <laughs> All right, let's just get the elephant in the room addressed. Uh, Joe, <laughs> fuck you, dude. Damn it. That was not, oh, man. Why don't we get this fat hog head to come on out and do a show? Big best prize winning hog in the whole apartment. In the, like, in the South, <laughs> they do, like, the who could call a pig, like, the best. And he's, like, women... We'll make these, like, they'll do like shit to try to like. Classic know, women. Like, <laughs> yeah, you kind of, you, I think you would, you'd, you'd place. I don't know if you'd win, you'd place though. Um, with the if song. I'm not winning, I'm not doing the competition. Okay, I've come to win, pig or not. <laughs> um, yeah, I look like a pig because I am one. Be who you are. Uh, I have. Stage four melanoma, which is like skin cancer that like I have tumors in my organs, but it's not like I don't have lung cancer. I just have skin cancer in my lung. I also have a cute little tumor right here on my triple chin. That's so a, I have to, it's a tumor right there, huh? Oh, yeah. Have it's gotten it off. Have I what? You try just picking it off? <laughs> No, that'd be gross. Dude. <laughs> I'm sorry, I don't I don't know how that works. I just think it like no, no, that is the yeah. medical that's the medical uh maneuver, if you will. They just have you pick it off yourself. Um and then they send you a bill. They uh <laughs> they have me on all these steroids, which make if you're on them for long enough at a high enough dose, it's called moon face which is like a really nice way to say that large fat deposits kind of like engulf your whole face until you can't eat without getting, like my mouth is receded so far behind my cheeks. I can't eat anything. <laughs> Just kidding. I can eat anything. Uh, I can't eat anything without getting food in my 
mustache, which is also a new fun side effect of these steroids. I got a cute little mustache. Uh, another like the shit out of people though, now that you're on steroids. What's that? You feel like you could beat up people now that you're on steroids. No, <laughs> I have no energy. It's it sucks, dude. Steroids are bullshit. The I'm not strong. I'm just I just have a ham head and a mustache. I look like I'm just like slowly becoming the boy from up, but like going through puberty. Just like a little, and I can't shave it because if you shave it, then it. I know that's not true, but if you shave your mustache, then you have to like always shave your mustache, and I just don't want to have a mustache forever. Well, so I'm letting you wax, me. right? I can't because the steroids make my skin so thin. If I were to wax it or tweeze it, I would rip my face off. Oh my god, <laughs> it's rough. I've been a, it's been a rough year. Uh, it's almost been a year that I found out. It's uh, been the craziest year. I mean, obviously having stage four cancer is horrible, sick, love it. but is there any small part of you that's like, if I have to suffer, so does the rest of the world. Fuck you guys. <laughs> like, Absolutely. Are you serious? I would so be like first, that it, it was kind of perfect timing because I had February and March for everyone to be like, Oh my god, like how can I help? Like I'm gonna send like a package. And then I got so many presents and all of this attention, which I loved. And then the whole fucking world shut down. And I was like, this absolutely rocks. I'm not gonna be able to do comedy, and no one else is gonna be able to do comedy. So I'm not gonna yeah, ground. No. <laughs> Except for the people who just like kept doing comedy and i was like you're not that good to keep doing it i agree. like <laughs> indoors at a club like you're you're gonna risk it all Ooh, i don't know that you have the right sense of worth um <laughs> but that's just me being a <laughs> mean spirited I, person it's but there are there is you always got to find the humor and i think it's really funny i know in my head i'd be like at first, I'd be like, fucking COVID is stealing my thunder right now. It's supposed to be about me. And I did feel that way. <laughs> did you feel that way a little bit? For, at the beginning, I was like, yeah, but I'm sick in a different way. And I need a love and attention. And then it became too much. And everyone was like bored and had nothing to do and was like very much in my business about it. And I didn't... Uh, Talking about the same thing for hours on end is uh, b boring and exhausting. And I have a lot of like aunts and uncles who I'm close with. So it's a lot of group texts and a lot of information that is like about test results. It's not, my life is very boring and technical. And then I sleep a lot. It sucks. But. You're gonna beat this shit. I think I will. Melanoma isn't really like ten years ago. I would be dead as a fucking doornail, hundred <laughs> percent. It's I have tumors literally everywhere on my body right now. Um, but all of the like crazy experimental drugs that they have and like <clears throat> the 
So the way that they treat it is not with like chemo or anything. So you don't like lose your hair and you don't like get, most people don't. I am losing my hair because. (laughs) I'm being asshole. I'm sorry. Come on. That's the thing about being a comedian is and having a comedian going through something. It's like, we got to make jokes. We got to be. Oh my God, dude. If I didn't, I would crumble only because it's so, it just takes so long to cure or treat and it's like so they treat it with what's called immunotherapy which is i don't know (laughs) i didn't really ask um i just do what i'm told should join the military (laughs) yeah i know i place a little salute i won't take (laughs) that very um whatever patriotic i don't know i'm trying to find the word you're looking for uh yeah patriotic let's go with that but it was fun uh, when we were messaging each other about do, you know having you on the podcast again you said i gotta warn you though you're not gonna recognize me really. <laughs> and i thought like oh you're being dramatic and stuff and then before we started and you know your face popped up i was like oh shit she wasn't kidding I'm responding, I joke with you going well i got a big zit so we're all going through our shit you know, yeah, and, fuck you. Yeah, which is obviously the big fuck you. It's right here. Where's your it? now? Oh, that's the herpes. Is it again? Oh. My wife could be so mad. She's gonna be pissed at you. You're gonna win the hog contest, you fucking pig. Um, pigs. <laughs> men are all men are pigs, and all women are hogs. Okay, yeehaw. So immunotherapy is like a. Uh, drug i guess that they give you through an iv and there are a bunch of them so the first one they basically told me once a month 13 months as a preventative measure and then you'll be fine so that should have been like now-ish <clears throat> and then like three months in they scanned me again they were like hey so the drug didn't work at all there was a 50% chance of that happening. And I was like, I don't remember you saying that, but I also don't remember anything ever. So, okay, fine. Let's do another drug. (laughs) I'm always open. So we did this other immunotherapy drug, which gave me meningitis while I had COVID. While I had, yes. I didn't know you got COVID. No, No idea how, I had pneumonia, COVID, meningitis, and cancer at the same time in September. You're trying to win a contest or something? (laughs) If there is a contest, I did win it. It's fucked. And I was at home living in a spare room in my parents' apartment, (laughs) which had no windows. So it's my boyfriend, Toby, myself in a tiny room. I get COVID. My 70-year-old dad and my 33-year-old mom, let's say, just... Yeah. And my dad is also, he's 40. Everyone's young and spry. (laughs) They're going (laughs) to listen to this. And I just want them to still love me. Um, (laughs) So none of them got COVID. I tested negative eight times and then tested positive for the antibodies. And it's because of this immunotherapy drug. It just like fucked my system and changed the 
whatever chemistry of my blood or saliva. I don't know. I'm not a doctor uh, or a smart person in general. Neither. <laughs> no, I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. so, so good at the back and forth. <laughs> so they tested me positive for the antibodies and then tested me for COVID again. I'm like, it's not, don't do that. It hurts. And it's going to say negative. So stop. But they didn't. And of course it said negative. But the meningitis almost killed me, <clears throat> which was so chill. And it's because of how like toxic this immunotherapy shit was. But it was killing all my tumors. They were like going away. But it was also killing me. So it's like, oh, like, how do I... What do we do? But it's like, I definitely don't want to die. So we had to stop. And yeah. then my liver started rejecting itself. So I had to be on pills to keep my own liver a trooper. Someone who has done real work in my 20s. The only one who did. I didn't. My liver is like front line my liver's a soldier salute that son of a bitch yeah and job. then my body is like no nah, we're done having a liver so and now i can't treat my cancer so you don't have a liver anymore no it's still there because i'm taking these pills that make me look like a fucking psycho not that people who have ham heads are psycho no it's just, yeah, it's you don't like on me because i'm normally very beautiful so that's like Funny. so weird for me to be a ham head. Yeah. <laughs> well, I it's I think you've got a great attitude about it and it's it's fun that you could see the bright side of things. But yeah, I got to imagine it's um a little annoying to the same old like how are you? Is there anything yeah. I can do for you? Like just don't hesitate. How'd you like though um Right, like, I think it was like I don't know May maybe when I sent you that video of all of us drinking in the garage. Oh my god, dude, that was so that made me feel so sad. I was like, I want to be fucked up in a garage. I want to hang out. Well, because with everything shut down, I, I I cleared out my garage as much as I could, and I put it. I had an old TV that still worked actually pretty good. It's like a forty-three inch Samsung, and oh, so wow, not to brag. <laughs> We set up Nintendo 64, and I know you're a bit of a gamer. Um, I'm literally wearing my Mario necklace. Nice. And Mario uh, shirt. That's pretty great. Yeah, I'm old school with my stuff. I, I haven't gone past 64. How was, uh, how was 007 or GoldenEye with Mario? It's pretty badass. Uh, listeners really? know, I talked about this a few weeks ago. I bought um, GoldenEye, but it's Mario character. Someone like did like a mod of it. And it's it freaked me out at first. It was I got the game. Really? Well, first I thought it was a scam. I'm like, how is someone making a new Nintendo 64? That's what I thought. I got it. It wasn't a scam. It worked. I put it in. It's not fun one player. Um, but I, I played so instead of like the typical like bad guy, like henchman looking bad guys they have, uh, they're all like the turtle people. So <laughs> the turtle people. And you could pick, how like, old are uh, your kids now? My kid, my one son will be four in like two weeks. And my That's other not video game age yet. Not video game age yet. Now my other son will be two in the spring, mm -hmm. so they're three and one. Um, yeah, they're not. Does, cool games. 
will your wife ever play with you or is she not down? Well, she's very tired as a nurse who works on the COVID floor. So she's been, you know, um, but she liked back, back in the day. Such a dumb question. Does your wife who is a nurse during the pandemic, does she like to play mods of old video games with you? See, I mean, I only get to play during nap time. This is funny though. <laughs> I talked about this um, a couple weeks ago. Oh, sorry, uh, Joe. I don't listen to your podcast. <laughs> I've been picking up on that because I'm making references, and you're just not following them at all. So I am also a I'm a patient during a pandemic. The only thing I could do really is listen to podcasts. Well, next time they put an ID in you, pop on Joe Kilgallen podcast. Do it on YouTube instead because then the more views means more people see it and monetize. That's true. There you go. <laughs> no, thanks. I'm good. Cool. This episode, what a stinker. I'm going to pass. <laughs> um, I brought the Nintendo 64 with that video game, the new one, to Jonah yeah. Jerkins, moved into a new place. Mm-hmm. And five or five or six of us got together like this, like three weeks ago. It was such a good lineup. <laughs> It was a very good lineup. Actually, it would have been a pretty good show. It would have been women. a great show. <laughs> yes. I hate them. Boo. Women aren't funny, and they're all pigs. <laughs> and that's how I like it. <laughs> that's your quote, not mine, everyone? Um, no, no, no. You'll still get canceled for it. Oh, I'm definitely. untouchable. I have cancer. You're what are they going to do? You should really push how far you could go with shit and use, like, I'm going to cancel. If if the world was open, I would be a monster. I would be horrible. I would be asking for spots I don't deserve, uh, which is frankly all of them. Uh, this new, I've been writing so many. The pandemic and me having cancer has lasted for so fucking long that I have written all of the jokes I could think of about having cancer. And now I'm like bored of it. And it's like, what am I gonna, now I have to write about COVID? I don't know, I'm not gonna, no, just, I'm not gonna write jokes anymore. You've got to do when you come out of this. <sighs> Special something, I don't know. <laughs> I don't think I will be capable of being on stage without losing my breath for a long time. You know Maybe that'll be thing though it could be you could work it in i've seen comedians who have like a stutter real bad and do some other stuff and they work it in so yeah that's not a bad idea because the alternative in my head was to just like not do it until i was well enough to be perfect but i don't think that's helpful or going to happen so i think think you just have to accept some stuff yeah okay so you talk about um mario mario again or are you going to interrupt it with your whole I've got cancer thing? Um, I'm going to try not to, but I probably still will. <laughs> no, I don't blame you. I don't blame you at all. <laughs> um, no, I was saying that I brought the 64 over there so we could have a big multiplayer thing. And instead, I, I drank all the whiskey and blacked out. <laughs> and I never left the duffel bag. And it was kind of sad. Oh, what idiot. Yeah. Well, it was only like the second time I've gone out in the last like six months. And I, I remember yeah. like calling my wife, we're going to wear masks, we're going to be safe. And I ended up blacking out and I threw up all over Jonah's new floor. I christened his floor with my dog. I love to hear that. That makes me feel so happy. It was pretty fun. Actually, it sucked at the time, but looking back. I mean, it was... probably sucked for you and them. Funny for me, though. <laughs> Apparently, the next day I heard that, like, 
Jonah was cleaning it up, but he was mad. And Danny yeah. was telling him, dude, it's not a big deal. The kid needed to get out and have fun. Let him have fun. And Danny Kells has that really thick Chicago accent. Oh my like, God, he, it's not a big deal. He'd clean it up if he threw up in his house. Come on. Dude, Jonah, you would do the same for him. I would of definitely do the same for him. And I, I mean, I, you kind of have to, regardless of who anyone is. If someone barfs in your house, you have to clean it up. Especially in the moment. You can't let it sit there, and they're not going to do it because we're fucked up. Just <laughs> What a fun, horrible... Like you if you go to a friend's house? No, I'm not allowed outside. I'm no, not like, like in your life, not this year. Oh, have I ever thrown up at a friend's house? Are you serious? Of course I am. I'm also Irish, Joe. Oh, I know. I don't know if you can tell because I don't have any distinguishing facial features anymore. It's just hog fat. No, but... the redness is very like Irish. <laughs> yes, yes, that's true. There's still redness. <laughs> yeah, like that whiskey nose. <laughs> yeah i've thrown up at every friend's house if you're that's that's when you're a good friend then well that's when you're an acquaintance that's if you're having people over i take it back well i think like the better the friend the more comfortable you are throwing up at their house of course. the better the friend the less likely i will hold it until the bathroom good, i'll bark yeah. on your terrace I'll barf like in your garden. I'll barf in your kitchen sink. Someone at a camp after party, uh, I used to, I used to run a show called Camp. What the fuck? Now I live in Connecticut. One of the best shows, Camp on Monday Night in Chicago at Roscoe Village Pub. <laughs> Village Tap, bitch. Oh, Village Tap. I'm sorry. I have the sweatshirt on. Um, Everything you're bringing up, I just like am wearing. I feel like, yeah, you're really you're on brand right now. <laughs> it's not even on purpose. They're just my comfy clothes. And I'm not dressing up for a video podcast, no matter how permanent it is. Um, I barely dress up for it. I'm wearing a dirty white t-shirt. You look amazing. You look like a, you look like a cool, you look like a sports newscaster. Really? Yeah. Like I'm on ESPN? I think it's the jacket and the headphones. Check and out the fact that you look mean. Wow. What's it called? Mjolnik? <laughs> it's called Mjolnir. Mjolnir. Oh, okay. Um, are you a Marvel fan? You know, I wasn't until I saw Ant-Man. <laughs> and I love Paul Rudd so much. I was like, you know, I can get into it. And then I watched... Toby loves Marvel. So I, and I love Toby. So we just, I just let him pick all of the Marvel movies and I didn't fall asleep. Yes, I did. But I finished them. I would fall asleep and then watch the rest of them. And they're good. They're fun. Now I like it. They are. And it's, they are funny and they're entertaining. And I like, what's his name? Thor. Mjolnik. I went. <laughs> I went to store for Halloween. You did? <laughs> That's a bit of a Spider-Man from somewhere. My whole family, we did an Avengers theme. My, <laughs> my youngest son was Spider-Man. We were calling him Spider-Baby. And then um, uh, Matthew, my oldest, was Captain America. My wife was Black Widow. And then we got my dog an Incredible Hulk costume. Oh, yeah. what kind of dog do you have? 
have a boxer lab mix and she is right now rehabbing from like leg surgery. She had her, she tore a bunch of ligaments in her leg and doing like, what? Just running around. I think it was annoying. Now fucking the vets pissed us off because she's been, she had this limp for like a year and we're like, she keep what's with this limp. And they're like, oh, arthritis. We're like, she at the time she was six and a half. We're like, really? What the fuck? And then Wait, the third yeah. time we went, it was a different doctor that saw her. And he was like, I think she tore her ACL or the dog version of the ACL. She's like a CCL. <laughs> and so then I, knew that, yeah, I mean, I've told the, the story before, but like, it's just, it's just annoying. I don't know. I fucking, it, it pissed me off. My wife's too nice. She's the one that handled it. If I was there, I wouldn't have been like an asshole, but I would have been like, Hey, what the fuck? You know what I mean? Like, is there male practice for vets? Because the poor dog's been suffering for a year. We even brought it up to you. Is it something more? And you thought maybe arthritis, maybe she's just sore. Like, is there male practice for vets? Cause that is really fucked up. There should be. I don't know. Right. Sue them. See what happens. Should sue them. How you, how's your care plan? Have they been good to you? Dude, I have the fucking best oncologist in the entire world. She's like a Long Island accent in a lab coat. She is three feet tall. I could scoop her up in my arms. She is so funny. She texts me constantly. It's like we're like buddies now. And she sent me homemade cookies for Christmas. Oh, nice. She's amazing. Um, I kept telling her, I was like, I'm sorry that my body is so bad at taking all of these treatments. I've had every rare side effect, like every like 1% chance of something happening has happened. And <laughs> my reaction is just like, I don't know why. I have no clue, but it, I'm sorry. <laughs> and she's like, you know, like your body is unique. <laughs> it'd be great if she was like, your body's a wonderland. I just need you to know that, okay? And then I also want to run through the halls of your high school and scream at the top of my lungs. Oh my God, I haven't thought about that song. You haven't and... thought about John Mayer in how long? Because if it's not weekly, you're fucking up. <laughs> Someone just I want to run through the halls. I'm going to write that down so I don't forget to listen to it later because I genuinely love that song. It's a good tune. He's a great guitar player. You know, he's also, who? Him and Dave Chappelle are tight. Are they really? They hang out all the time. The number of times I was at, when I lived in LA, the number of times people were like, oh, John Mayer just left. And I'm like, oh, cool. They're like, yeah, just wanted to let you know. Who, who did the who did the poop dump in the Chicago River? Dave Matthews? Right, well, yeah. But John Mayer. Yeah, not He's John Mayer. John Mayer doesn't dump shit on people. <laughs> In which case is very accommodating. Yeah, I'll save one up for you. Oh man. You doing good? I'm glad you're getting great care though, because I've got a lot of respect for doctors and nurses. So not me. I go in and I say, fuck you guys. What have you done for me lately? Saved my life. Who gives a shit? You think you're so tough with your medical license. And then some real drugs. Give me some Molly. Fuck this amino therapy nonsense. Oh, dude. So I told my doctor, I was like, I feel like absolute shit. Um, because all of the drugs that I'm taking, it's basically at this point like a would you rather between symptoms of having 
cancer and liver failure or these side effects of these fucking drugs. So I was like, pick your literal poison. Um, and I was like, I can't do, cause I can't take, I can't even take Tylenol because it's processed through your liver. So I have to like, just eat a lot of weed. Um, so I told my doctor, I was like, I, you have to give me something. I'm fucking <laughs> losing it. She's like, okay, okay, okay. I'll give you something. And she doesn't tell me what. And I just ask Toby to pick it up at the CVS. And he comes back with <laughs> a bottle full of Oxycontin. Just <laughs> absolutely to the brimful. And it's like, take one or two every four to six hours like very generic instructions i was like this is my kind of doctor yeah. <laughs> just giving you the good stuff yeah <laughs> she was getting you memes though <laughs> she uh i was like i feel like there's a lot of trust in this prescription and i'm like a very staunch rule follower because i don't like getting in trouble even though i am definitely a cool rebel in my heart yeah I'm I'm, not. yeah i was gonna say i'm surprised to say you're a rule follower because so many comedians i know aren't no they're all terrible people i was I'm thinking about it. there's like I didn't realize how many people I considered friends were actually like work acquaintances and then vice versa. How many people cared and reached out and were very um, generous with their not not money <laughs> with their time and love. <laughs> no one has money. Um, not this year, yeah. No fuck. Although unemployment, I'm making so much more money than I ever did working. <laughs> yeah, unemployment. So nice I'm doing okay. Uh, I'm kind of like that too. Every day, I'm like, "Come on, let's extend this unemployment. Let's get yeah, let's get dude. More money out there. Not bonus money, but stimulus, whatever the fuck they're calling it." A bonus for you bonus know, for being alive during the pandemic. Yes, it should be a bonus for putting up with incompetency from yeah. our government over the last, you know, fifteen months or whatever the fuck it was. I can't, I can't remember how long this pandemic's been going on for. I never want to know about the government. I don't want to know about it. I'm not interested in it. And the fact that I have to, I have to pay attention right now is so annoying because I don't want to. I'm tired. I have the same three shows that I want to watch over and over again, Futurama, Simpsons, fucking the third one, 30 Rock, Arrested Development, they kind of cycle in and out, Jersey Shore. Uh, I started watching Arrested Development again too. Oh God, it's so good. Did you watch the newer seasons on Netflix? I watched season four, um, okay. which was the first new season. The latest one, I feel like a bad friend because one of the writers I had on my podcast, Gareth Reynolds, and he, he, yeah, we were talking, and I'm like, yeah, dude, season yeah, five, man. And I realized, oh, shit, I haven't watched that one yet. And that's like his season. But then I was just like. That's so cool. Oh, my God. I loved it. It's um definitely different. But with Arrested Development, you also have to, like, 
rewatch it a lot in order for it to like click. Good jokes. God, that show. I was still pissed off about. You mentioned Simpsons and Futurama. I oh. have a theory that Fox only knows how to like promote cartoon adult cartoons because their yeah. biggest hits were Family Guy, Simpsons, Futurama. You know, King of the Hill yeah. before that. I just started watching King of the Hill. It's so funny. Very funny. And, but whenever they had a hit like sitcom with like actual people, not cartoons, they blew it. They're just not good at promoting that because Arrested Development should have. They had Arrested Development. They had this one great show called Raising Hope that they kept oh, heard about in the night. Raising Hope had one of my favorite pilot episodes. Someone asked that on Facebook. Really? Name the best pilots. Um, the pilot episode of that. So the, the whole premise was this guy. He's kind of like, I mean, I think maybe he's just entering like freshman year. Maybe he goes like a, uh, a community college or something. He's just kind of like, doesn't really have his life figured out. He's driving his van and this woman's a hitchhiker. The woman um, just killed somebody or whatever like that. And she wanted to have a one night stand because she was going to try to get pregnant. So she, she pulls over for this hitchhiker and she like just takes him and bangs him and gets pregnant. And her whole mindset what? was what? they're not going, her mindset was that they wouldn't execute um, a pregnant, a pregnant woman. woman. Yeah. She's like, they're not going to kill me. I'm pregnant. And she kept coming up with these funny ideas to stave off execution. And one That's of the really funny, one of the funniest ideas in the show to stave off the execution for her last meal. She requested the shamrock shake and the McRib. And the judge, was <laughs> like, the judge was like, rarely are those two on the menu at the same time. <laughs> That's really funny. It was Damn. such a good show. Um, Raising Hope. Who was in it? Uh, a few uh, people. Like, you'd recognize. I can't think of their names. But you'd be like, oh, I know him. The one Dude, guy was a guy in a bunch of stuff. But he it was like, the, the dad has been a bad guy in a lot of stuff. But he was like... A funny dad in this one. Then there's the grandma who lives with him, and she's been in a shitload of stuff. And then the mother was her, a teen star for a minute or two, and then kind of went away, and then came back. I love a teen see, star. Yeah, you ever see a? Um, I think it was called Parenthood. The movie with Steve Martin back in the day. It came out yeah. like 1991. I it, was one year old. Yeah, you. I forget you're young. I, I was six, so it's not like I was that old. Um, <laughs> In the movie, you were a hundred. Uh, come yeah, on, yeah. boyfriend would do that to me when I hung out with him, too. I think I was 80 years old, <laughs> but she dates Keanu, young Keanu Reeves in the movie. Uh, oh, Mia. Steve Martin, yeah. I wish that they had handled that better because the people who are in Raising Hope, instead of being like, Oh, you'd probably like recognize them if you saw them, they could have been like. That could have changed their whole friggin' career. And instead, they're friggin' nobodies. Who well, knows? I mean, the one guy, I forget his name, but he's been in so That's many what shows. I'm saying. He was the bad guy in Burn Notice. I don't even watch the show Burn Notice. No. Bad guy in like two seasons of that. And then he was a bad guy in a couple episodes of Justify. I mean, the guy's been in a shitload of stuff. I'm really selling him on you, Samantha, because I feel like you don't. <laughs> appreciate this actor oh man i don't even know what his name is neither imdb him right fucking now if you keep this shit up you know what fuck it i'm imdb him everyone I do it i don't great live podcast work i am being someone let's see <laughs> i am being someone i'm going to be someone the raising hope was an american sitcom that ran from 2010 to 2014 
Uh, let's see. The actors. The guy's name is Garrett Dillahunt. <laughs> That's the actor's name. Garrett, oh, I know. Garrett Yeah, he's currently on The Walking Dead. He also was Dr. Oh, Jody Kimball Kinney on The Mindy Project. Okay. He was in Deadwood. Does he have kind of like a default face, like a boring face? No, let's see. Can you see it on this? Hold on. <laughs> oh, I have no idea who that is. He looks a little bit like a handsome gremlin. He's well, it's not the best picture of him, but um he is he is a handsome guy. He's fifty-six years old now. Fifty-six, what is he? A hundred? He's in No Country for Old Men. He's been in some shit. You know, I just started watching, I had never seen any of the Sean Connery, James Bond movies. And I didn't realize how much Austin Powers is a direct parody of all of those movies. Oh, that's definitely After, what it is. I had no idea, like, at all. And then the other night we're watching, what was it called? Thunderball? horrible movie absolutely incredible like very campy like laugh out loud funny bad and then what else did we watch from russia with love and what was the other one oh goldfinger dude these movies are exceptional i can't believe it took me 30 years to watch them well that doesn't make sense because they didn't come out when i was born now it's amazing. There's been like 25 Bond movies. It's incredible how many there's been. It's an endless franchise. Who else has been Bond other than Condog? Condog, um, Roger Dalton um, was one. I think there's only been like one or two actual Englishmen who have played him. Um, Daniel Craig, uh, I believe Roger Dalton, and then there was something more. And now, and then. Um, Pierce Brosnan was Goldeneye. He's the one in Goldeneye. And like who's, who's going to be the new Bond now? Idris Elba or something? Super I'm sorry. Mario. <laughs> <laughs> Super I keep talking while you talk, so I can't hear you. I'm, this is this is such Radio 101. I'm failing at everyone. Uh, this is, this is Super Mario is going to be the new <laughs> That's why you're looking at me like, dude, I totally <laughs> fucked up that joke. Oh my god, that would have been funny. <laughs> I heard you right away. Just bad comedy. Oh my god, that was so funny. <laughs> I apologize. That was bad comedy. That was like who's on first, but in the worst way, like a not even the joking funny. Just I didn't hear you. Not didn't hear you again. <laughs> I didn't hear you a third time. Third base. Hey, for everyone listening, like on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, at one point I even pointed at my headphones, being like, "Pardon, you want to say it <laughs> for the fourth time? Say it for the four, four more times. Say it, please. What is it? Super, oh, Super Mario. Mario. And that's why you look like a sports newscaster. Very professional. You have to touch the headphone. For those of you listening on uh, Apple Podcasts or anyone who can't see, um, I am very beautiful very slender faced and ready for a good time. Just ready to get out there. Well, before we started recording, you were like side effects of the steroids where my body looks great. It does, <laughs> except not right now. It's all swollen. Guys, I look great. 
it's uh it's a real pleasure being me in this uh specific part of history well if you if the you know the thing that makes your face all big if it could have gone to your your ass that would have been, been incredible however we have a cruel unloving god who punishes Famous. women for being women Ugh, can't stand them I, can't I am going to get in trouble one day for all of my jokes about being anti-woman. They're jokes. Oh, yeah, exactly. Everyone knows you're you're joking. Let me ask you this. There's a comedian friend of ours who I'm not going to say his name because I don't know. He, he could get weird. He sent me a, a message today saying, dude, I got banned from TikTok. Um, I hope he doesn't get mad at me for sharing this. I'm not saying his name, so no one knows who I'm talking don't about. Don't say his name. And you have to tell me after, though. Well, because he did like, you know, have you know what the busted challenge is on TikTok? No, I'm a, <laughs> a teenager. No, TikTok is not for teenagers anymore. It's free for everybody. It's the new. Oh my God. Okay. I'm, I'm being honest with you. Yeah. So, anyway, the busted challenge is like women will be like wearing like just a shirt and sweatpants. And then I love it. In the song, it goes to like bus it. Bus it. And then they like drop down and they're showing off their body wearing like a dress and they're doing like this ass bounce thing. And Joe Fernandez, oh fuck. <laughs> Shit. Um, Joe Fernandez told me about it and he said, Guess what happened to this person? Fuck. I am honestly, I am too tired to go back and edit over this. So, oh, it's so nobody- funny. I have to keep it in. <laughs> I'm keeping it in. Um, Immediate. You immediately did it. I'm so bad with secrets, apparently. I didn't mean to. It just slipped out. Anyway, he did a really fucking funny one, though. He sent me the video where it's him, like, doing the thing that they do in the beginning of the video where you could tell they're getting ready to bust out a move. But then he went into the Buffalo Bill. You know, (laughs) the mangina thing where you, like, shove your junk back and it looks like you have a vagina. Uh, Oh, yeah. And they were like, nope. And they kicked him off of the app. That's so funny. And, That's like not even offensive. I then said, I don't know. Maybe someone thought like with, you know, like non-binary, maybe someone like that thought it was offensive. Yeah, maybe. And then he's like, oh my God, I didn't even think of that. I'm like, oh shit. Yeah, yeah, I didn't think about that either. That's a good point. But. But I'm saying that like, you're obviously saying your jokes about women. You're, you're kidding. It's so clear to me. I mean. Being a self-hating, if you're a comedian, you hate yourself anyway. So it's like you have to, you can't just hate yourself every joke. You have to hate the groups of things that you are. Hate being a woman. You hate being a Catholic. You hate being a secret Jewish person of Jewish descent, which is just like a very confusing part of my life that I have had. We don't have enough time to get into it, but. Well, I love being a dude. Being a dude rocks. It's pretty awesome. Dudes so, rock. That's the whole thing. Like, I love that shit. Did you see the videos? See, Toby's really hip to what trends are on the internet and all that shit. So I'm sure he's been on the podcast. He directed and, and produced my my last hour called I Didn't Say Anything Bad, which you could watch on my YouTube channel. And um, so when Elliot Page. Yes, I said it right. Fuck yeah. All right, cool. Elliot Page, you know. Uh, announced. I don't know what the words are. I don't want to fuck out. Came out. Is that it? Came out as trans. 
I don't know. I don't really know. But um, best? if sure. I'm saying it wrong, apologies. Know that I'm coming from a good place, though. There were these funny fucking video like memes people were sharing where it's like Elliot Page walking in like to boys night for the first time. And it was like this video of like his college coach from North Carolina walking into the locker room and all the dudes like, fuck yeah. Like, like, <laughs> Marty Elliot. Yeah, you're a dude now. High fives. And like, you know, it, it was because they were funny because they were all coming from like a good place where it's like, oh, you're oh, a guy. Yeah. Fuck yeah, brother. Like, welcome. <laughs> Hell yeah, brother. We're getting the truck. <laughs> it was just hysterical. The thing is, dudes do rock and you love to see it. Women rock too. Women can eat my fucking butt. It's fun to be a lady because and then fill in the blank for yourself. You know, when I was younger, I used to think it'd be fun to be a woman when it comes to uh, masturbation because there's all sorts of fun stuff you could do. Whereas guys, we're just, we're just broken, you know? It just it's, seems it's so much fun. easier. It is easier. That's very tr too easy, though, even. You know? <laughs> Takes the thrill out of it a lot of times. There's no surprise. You know sure. what's going to happen. <laughs> yeah. Kind of. Yeah. No, that's super fair. Um, that is the I thought the two most unfair things to me. If 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 these two things were actually equal, if if women could come as easily as men, yes. and if women had as many pockets as men, there'd be no fighting. The world would be a hundred times more peaceful. Things would be so much better. Let's give it a try. Let's start with pockets, because I think that's the easier task to accomplish. Yeah. The other one sounds like a lot of effort. The thing is, I like am so tired lately that I just like don't even think about poor Toby. I just like can't even think about sex or anything. Um, without being like completely derailed by it. Like, one, I have no sex drive just because of the drugs I'm on. But if I ever do feel an inkling of anything, I'm immediately tired by the idea of doing anything and then i remember what i look like and it's like i can't do that to someone i can't, I can't. joe listen though hey I can't. I can't he has done so much for me already i can't put him through I that think i would worry about if i were in your shoes though because you know toby's got that baby arm so <laughs> he could maybe though maybe he could bang the tumors away that would be incredible if that were the cure i would just get you know how people get like fancy masks to make them like feel like the pandemic is fashion i would just get like a full bag over my head that has like all the filters and vents and airflow but just like you don't see my head but you still get the cool bot you know yeah get so that i think it would work out you should text your oncologist and be like, hey, my friend thinks we should try this version of therapy. You know, it's called. I'm, hanging I'm, out. I'm just going to spend a lot of time on my back and let my mans do what he's got to do. Mm -hmm. right, That's um, definitely one of the experimental drugs that they are trying. 
<laughs> I'll let you know how it goes. I'm I'm hoping for some good results here. Yeah, please. I'm gonna we're gonna have an update. It's gonna be a, a, a weekly segment. I'm gonna start on this podcast. In the middle of an episode, I'll be talking to someone else. I've got comedian Will Miles on the next episode. And in the middle oh, of the, oh, one second, and then you'll you'll pipe, you'll tap in, and then you know you'll pipe pop on the screen. You'll pipe in, yeah. <laughs> After you hopefully you've gotten some pipe, and then we'll know. That was very quick and clever, Joe. That's good. You know, I think you're bringing it, you're bringing the best out of me. Uh, what else has been pissing you off lately, though? Because I used to love listening to you rant about stuff. I remember we did a show out in what was it, like Rockford, Illinois, and the drive back was a really fun conversation with you. Oh, just great. like, you know who sucks, or you know what's a stupid thing? That's a stupid thing. I never get to talk shit because everyone thinks I'm so like positive and nice and over oh, the show I run is about friendship and summer camp and it's like dude yeah that's all true but also everyone's a fucking idiot and is stupid and sucks <laughs> and I'm not I'm not stupid I'm not an idiot I noticed that they suck uh which is also not true I am a stupid idiot. uh what is pissing me off a lot, pretty much everything. Steroids, I've had, so I'm not strong. It didn't make me strong at all. It made me very weak, uh, but it did make me full of rage. Like, I don't know if my cat has gotten more annoying. <clears throat> I think he has. He just scream, screams nonstop. And I don't know how to make him shut up. And then my roid rage is like, Ooh, roid yeah, rage. you could just like, just like pick him up and chuck him. It's like, you can't do that to a, a cat. And I have to put myself in a werewolf jail when I feel roid rage coming on. I truly have to lock myself in the bedroom because I don't know what I am capable of and I can't be trusted. And we just watched Buffy the Vampire Slayer where Seth Green is a werewolf spoiler alert and he has to go in a werewolf jail and i was like that's a really fun idea just to lock yourself in a room so that you don't hurt people or animals and then i feel like such a piece of shit because i would never ever ever hurt anyone physically even if I wanted to, I just don't have the strength. I physically can't either. No, but that's what's so crazy is like it's not my personality, but it's something these drugs make me feel. It's really fucked up. I'm eager to not be on them anymore. <clears throat> I find out tomorrow. I told you last week. It's like, oh, this is my last blood work, whatever. And then I'm able to do the podcast. And it's like, nothing is ever as it seems. I have to do two more appointments. And <clears throat> I am curious to see the last time they let me taper off the liver saving drug the next week my liver was rejecting itself again. So it's like, 
I don't know what's gonna happen. <clears throat> My voice has actually been like pretty good during this podcast. Normally it's a lot worse. You sound like I, you. I do? Yeah, you sound like you. Oh, okay. No, I mean that. I, I really, I don't think you sound any That's different. Good. I'll go back and I think those and compare. I'm just like super sensitive to all of these changes. So I think I sound totally different. Um, and I have- Ahead of you too, you got, you know, the, the drug stuff, but then you also have to get your condiment bracket going for March again, right? <laughs> I think it needs to be updated. A hundred percent does have to be updated. Um, I was considering doing it again, but it so much fun. Samantha, everybody, just to refresh listeners, go back and listen. I think it was like last year sometime. We did an episode where we broke it down. You did a conda tournament or how, or how did you say it again? Or turn it? What is it? Condiment tournament, but it was conda and then torna and then bent. Yeah. It was genius. It was a brilliant idea that actually Toby came up with. Very um, but it was cool. It was like, what's the best, you know, it was like ketchup versus mustard and all these. And you would like rankings and seedings. And what ended up winning? <laughs> ole Ole, I think, won or something? Or uh, Ketchup won. No, barbecue sauce won. But technically, who won was the friendships that we made along the way, which I wrote because everyone, every single person was a fucking nightmare. Everyone argued for how long did it go on for? A month? constant arguing on my Facebook and I was like so entertained and disheartened because people okay so uh, the main issue was is olive oil a condiment I say yes you know what I'm gonna go with yes because you could do the Italian bread thing they do with it yeah or in Greece it's close. There was one or two where I'm like, I don't know if that's a condiment, but that's what made it fun, though. That's, that's what I'm the, saying. That's the part. You know what it was? You had a lot of people who were taking part in it who don't know brackets and don't they, they're not fans of the world of sports. You, you and part of the fun of like March Madness is just like you've got a 64 seed versus a one seed and all this kind of, you know. And so it's kind of fun. Or 16 versus one, 64 teams total. Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah, I think you're going to correct me on that. And I was going to be embarrassed. So I'm glad I got you. But, and so they were arguing points and they'd never argued before. So the people who were like, like our friend, like Ed Towns, I, I'm sure he was in there coming in strong on something because he's a sports guy and he's knows condiments. Opinionated. Very opinionated. And people were probably like, man, Ed's being a dick. But really, Ed's like, no, this is how you talk when you talk about competition. This yep. is, I'm not mad. I'm, this is just, this is how you, you talk. Should. You have to be like, listen, motherfucker. You can't just yep. be like, Hold on a second. Here's where I um, I, di- I digress. Here's where we uh, go different paths with our choices. No, you got to be like, oh, is that what you have? Clearly, fuck you. It's clearly you're from a poor family. <laughs> clearly, your mother hated you. That was what was on your dinner table. <laughs> Some of it was like that. And that was those were the most fun comments. Just like real well, dick. Yeah, not to cut you off, but ketchup got bounced so early. And my whole thing was like, ketchup is a staple. How does ketchup not last longer? And everybody, with James Webb especially, was like, yo, stop eating like a five-year-old. Ketchup is children's food, okay? When you become an adult, you graduate. 
all right? It's not no longer about ketchup and mustard and all that shit. You got to go up a little bit. There's different kinds of spices. There's an aioli. There's a, a fucking... I'm like, oh, I don't know what you're saying. I mean, that's pretty funny, though. <laughs> we well, got I didn't know what the fuck they were. Barbecue. What is that? Barbecue sauce is basically ketchup. So it pretty much won anyway. Yeah, it was just brown sugar in it, basically, I think. Yeah. Yeah, barbecue sauce is like adult ketchup. Yeah, I there, there was like some hot sauces I never heard of that did very well and, and just some other someone, random thing. Someone tried to tell me I had salsa as a condiment. We all know what salsa is. And she was like, um, salsa just means sauce. So actually, this is really stupid and racist. I was like, oh, okay. Who's that dumb bitch? I'll get pointed <laughs> right now for someone who's that fucking stupid. Name can you stick around for a little bonus where we can name that horrible person? <laughs> yeah, name that whore. Yeah, name that whore who probably denies the Holocaust and thinks Sandy Hook didn't happen. That's what kind of person we're dealing with. Yes, dude. Good you lord. So, we'll I'll, put I'll put her on blast. Yeah. You got to do the Patreon. You got to subscribe to the Patreon to get the scoop on who this salsa verde bitch is. Well, on that note, let's get to Fuck, Mary Kill so we can hurry up and get to the Patreon. We'd Yay. like to close out episodes of the podcast with the classic game Fuck, Mary Kill or F, Mary Kill for YouTube standards and practices. Oh, or I guess boy. the kids say Mary Kill Smash. I've been doing different <laughs> themes with these lately. This one is a fun one for me because your name is Samantha, so I did Famous Sams. I love it. So here are your choices of fuck, who you're going to fuck, who you're going to marry, who you're going to kill. First choice, actor. Sam Rockwell. Ooh, love him. Okay. Right. Next one, actor Sam Elliott. Okay. Do you know who Sam Elliott is? You can look him up. That's fine. Yeah. Distinguished. Older oh, boy. oh, boy. Okay. <laughs> a lot of stuff, though. Very great voice. He does like, a lot of Budweiser commercials, I believe, with his voice. And then the last Sam, Sam Malone. Oh, you know, I forget how young you are. Sam Malone is actually a fictional character. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I know Sam Malone is. Years. Of course. Wow, that's tricky. Obviously, marry Sam Malone. You know, I was going to put Samuel L. Jackson in, but I didn't want it to be a situation where you might have to kill a black actor. Not that you would, because Samuel L. Jackson's amazing. His and it's February, Black History Month. It's not great timing. Not great timing. I would marry him though. He curses a lot, and that's kind of like he does say it. motherfucker. Quite so a bit. Sam Rockwell, Sam Elliott, Sam Malone. So you're marrying Sam Malone, you said? Marrying Sam Malone, fucking Sam Rockwell, absolutely killing Sam Elliott, although I don't think I'll need to. I think his time is coming. He's he's a rule of threes. He's gonna go with Betty White. <laughs> I have I have a feeling. What if he did? And I'm clairvoyant and I just killed a man with my mind. That, that would be crazy cool, but also slightly sad at the same time. Super sad, but also cool. Yeah, I mean, Sam Elliott. Sam Elliott's tough, though, because there are these actors, like that one actor from Mad Men. I think his name's like John Slathery or something. He yeah. is fine. But you, you know what I mean? He's had white hair since he was like 32. Mm -hmm. Anderson Cooper. Like these guys, I have no idea how old they are. So Sam Elliott, <laughs> you know, I think he's probably in his 60s. He could be 48 or he could be 74. I don't know. He is definitely 85. 
Is he 85? I don't know. Let's find out. Find out. Uh, yeah, I have to know. He was born in 1944. Oh, so he's 76. Wow, good math. Thank you. Having kids probably helps with the math. Although, are they even in school? Did I just mm -hmm. mute? Did you mute me? No, you can hear me, right? Um, you know, Dan, uh, Dan, I fucking idiot, everyone. Sorry. Doug Stanhope. Doug Stanhope does a celebrity death pool, or at least he used to. Oh, God. That's probably, probably a good bet. I mean, I hope now. We don't want to wish anyone dead. If anyone listening or catches this, we, I, we hope we're wrong. We um, do hope we're wrong. Sam is if you can get away with this, saying stuff like this. I can't. No, you can't. <laughs> I could die. So I'm allowed to say who else could die. Also, I can't really die. I don't think I'm, I think I'm the first person on earth who's never gonna die. And then also still will never make it as a comedian. <laughs> no, <we'll laughs> An infinite timeline and still zero success. Here's what I you're, can't gonna, you're gonna beat this cancer. You're gonna go on Ellen. Oh, yeah. Ellen. You're gonna get like a special out of it, but then- I'm gonna blow gonna, it. You're gonna slap Ellen in the face. <laughs> I mean, that's how you're gonna really make your name because you're gonna be like, I don't need fucking help from you or anybody. I'm Samantha fucking Berkman, and everyone's gonna be like, you can't swear on television. And then you're gonna be like, oh yeah. And then you're gonna you're gonna fuck one of the cameras. You're gonna take the camera and help. And then everyone's like, we gotta go see her show. And then you're the biggest comedian of all time. And that's where that's you're right. gonna end all your specials. You know how comedians like that <laughs> hump the stool. Yeah. You're gonna hump the camera. Next level, hump the camera. Uh, yeah, that sounds great. But I'll by break way, out of my world, world, right? He what? Do you know what you're gonna name your special? Ah, oh, my I mean, cigarette you. farts, but cigarette farts. It doesn't make any sense if it's all about cancer. It's People true. are gonna be like, "Who the fuck? What is this?" But then at least they're talking about it, baby. That is true, right? Very like, smart. All right, let's You're do a little poll. Um, I forgot to put this up against the uh, along the screen. Everyone, follow Samantha on Instagram. That's Samantha underscore Berkman. Um, Samantha, I, I can't thank you enough for being so open with what you're going through oh, on the yeah. podcast. Um, it's hard to hide. Hard to hide. <laughs> yeah, but I do Literally. think. Um, yeah, you have to just flick that little tumor off your. I do. I pick at it, but it doesn't go away. I just, I, would, I, I try go, to pick at it. Grow your fingers and nails out longer, and then you, you could get it. So disgusting. Okay, finish I your podcast. The world, how important humor is, though, and, and hopefully, anyone listening who might have cancer or, or know someone who's going through cancer, uh, you know, you you can beat it. I'm the only one who has ever had cancer and ever will. The only person. I love that. I still love it. You son of a bitch stealing goddamn COVID, stealing my fucking cancer limelight. It's about me, not you. <laughs> Is that TikTok? <laughs> yeah. No, TikTok's a lot of dances like this, where it's like oh, hand dances. Is that what you do? <laughs> I would pay a lot of money to see you do this for real. Oh, maybe Just I'll get a dance. I would love uh, that. I'm running out of stand-up clips to share. Which is my bread and butter on TikTok. So I think I might just switch it up a little bit to do a dance or two. 
Do a little dance. Do a little dance. All right. All right. So everyone follow Samantha on Instagram. That's Samantha underscore Berkman. Sam, thanks so much. You are Thank amazing. Thank you for having me. You're Thank amazing, Joe. You're going to kick this thing in the dick. Thank you. I will try. Girl power. <laughs> Girl power. Bye, All right. We're going to find out. Uh, to subscribe to the Patreon to find out Samantha Berkman's uh, favorite Spice Girl.